Hey everybody, happy holidays and happy new year. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gimme the Loot podcast, the TTRPG podcast that didn't have a special holiday release schedule until it surprisingly did. My name's Turner, I'll be your dungeon master and episode explainer for the next couple seconds. So look, at the end of the day, this was just another episode where it didn't make any sense to split up a single challenge into two separate episodes, so powered through and released this as a bigger supersize episode which meant it took a little bit longer, which actually plays kind of okay with the holidays as they panned out. So dropping this right now, looking forward next Tuesday, you will get a Hunter's Party release, the last one for the year, because it would be New Year's Eve. Or would that be New Year's Day? I don't know. I'm fucking confused. Anyway, after that, you'll get another supersized episode and you'll know why at the end of this episode, because man, the next one doesn't make any sense to split up either. And it's kind of a beefy one. And then after that, we'll be back to our regular sized single session, two episodes cadence and still on pace, I think pretty well to finish out Jazz's arc by the end of January. Since this is a bigger episode and it's coming out a little bit later, I'm going to rush through the announcements here real quick and not do a mid or post-show break. Patrons, you absolutely know we love you. You'll be getting your shout-outs again here uh, in a couple weeks. A couple of things I want to highlight. Number one, those patrons are already in the know that January 1st, we're going to be blowing open our Patreon a little bit. We've had multiple tiers of created content gated behind different levels of support that is changing in January 1. All the creative content, including everything back to the beginning of the show, past MVPs, past videos, past bonus podcasts, will now be available no matter what level you support at. Support with a Todd at three bucks or a Baba at the top level with 40, and you will all get that juicy, juicy creative content. There's a couple reasons for that. A little bit more details on the January 1 post explaining the new loot drop levels, because that will be the big differentiator for those of you who are able to donate a little bit more to help keep the show going, is you will be getting a few extra bits and bobs in the new year, and some cool stuff at that. A few other things to signpost, particularly around the start of the year, January first new year's day that tuesday i am hosting a very special stream it is our inaugural first annual yes i know that makes it doubly wrong show awards show not awkward that is completely legally distinct from any other property called the goonies where members of our discord have nominated the cast for individual awards and the cast has nominated the community for rewards of their own awards i should say of their own so join me new year's day as we day drink our way through those hangovers, welcome in a year of fresh new promise and give a shout out to the cast and support staff that make this show possible. One final New Year's resolution. We are launching an actual play. The last couple of weeks of January, Wendell will come in and guest DM a Eberron one or two shot. And then we're rolling into all POC tables for Black History Month and continuing to roll forward with focus tables from there. 
So one thing you can be sure of is I will not be DMing. This will be shorter form content that may spark into something bigger down the road. But for now, it's really more about adding to the actual play community, which could use both a little bit more variety and a little bit more diversity. So to wrap up, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being with us through all of 2023. New listener, returning listener, thank you so much. Patrons, love you to death. See you in New Year's Day. We couldn't do this without you. Going to keep it simple here because I will get emotional on the Goonies. I will get teary and not just because I will be tongue over and day drunk. So on that note, let's start the show. And we're back with the party of five. Now I'm Maury. Um, what happened last time I could reference? We're in an elevator. I, we met somebody. I've got a bunch of books in me that I'm soaking up knowledge. I learned some languages. Next. <laughs> wow wow that's um i don't know what the goal was there <laughs> yeah no that's okay no, but i was waiting that's okay i was letting it build i was letting it build yeah i think i went through the brainstorm of a possible like a rhyme or like a like a fun little succinct little like hey but we just experienced the brainstorm together so yeah a little stream of consciousness yeah. nothing wrong with that yeah there's some faulkner and maury right now yeah no faulkner i barely knew or i don't know i'm sorry <laughs> i was trying to, <laughs> was trying to come up with something dirty with faulkner so <laughs> boop, 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 boop. no no i'm sorry no. <laughs> <laughs> are you trying to acapella van halen i was trying to go with the chicago bulls entrance to introduce myself at your starting point guard but never mind. <laughs> Are you watching basketball right now? No, I'm not watching. Season's <laughs> over. Are you like watching fucking replay of the pre? Like, I can't pay you full attention to the show while I'm recording it. The NBA draft is going on right now, so I have- I fucking knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking knew it. All right. It is your boy, Harlan, and I play Todd the Tiefling, a.k.a. T-O-double-D, a.k.a. your favorite bounty hunter's favorite bounty hunter, a.k.a. the Todd father, your MVT, bringing that BTE, Todd. Oh, man. He's the greatest in the universe. <laughs> Did you go, man? Is that what you said, sir? Yeah. We're going to need to get you a second mic that you can hold in your hand <laughs> as you bob and weave around and get into your intro. Because I love the enthusiasm. Listen, I got to get the character. So that's no, no. I'm not knocking it because that's where the energy comes from. You just can't hear it. You managed to not Doppler affect this one, but the entire time I'm watching it, and it's like watching your kid carry a bowl of soup in the fucking kitchen. <laughs> I'm like, you made it. We are three-fifths of, of the way through the ah. The other people who are dead inside need to get on the fucking trolley. Listen, I did a meh. Yeah. It was close. Mm-hmm. Yep. I heard Eldrin's meh. That's appropriate. Uh, anyways. I'm Jamie. I play Eldrin. And did you know that the tradition of putting those little pointy-capped garden gnomes out on your lawn comes from a tradition in the Feywild of displaying the corpses of red caps to ward off additional attacks from other creatures? Because after seeing one or two red cap corpses propped on someone's property, uh, someone would think twice about coming and attacking. She's saying red cap deaths matter? Oh, oh man. Oh. <laughs> what nobody realizes, the reason why red caps are so shitty, is if you look on the inside of that red hat, it says make the Feywild great again. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> red caps, 100% fucking Trump. Trump baby. Yeah. Oh, no. They're, they're Maffa. Maffa hats. They'll just embroider a beautiful face script on the little cone hat. Yeah, exactly. Fucking Jesus. Oh. Oh no. Add to Fade Maffa. <laughs> Maffa red caps. <laughs>
<laughs> going into the free wild encounters in the future. Fucking maffinomes. <laughs> <laughs> which, which means oh, no. it's a very good phone call. It's a very good phone call. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do Noam Trump now. Noam Trump? Noam Trump. We're definitely making it change. Tiny hands. Tiny hands for that guy. Yep. Definitely tiny hands. Definitely tiny hands. Tiny hands for that guy all day. Definitely. Enlarge his hands. <laughs> <laughs> a little orange gnome with a little red hat. <laughs> I love how he drinks water. Can't drink water bottles. That's their weakness, bottles of water. (laughs) This is your boy Jazz, and on this episode, uh, we're getting elevated and hella faded. Yeah! I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) I am fucking confused by the energy. I'm not knocking it. That's actually not a bad intro for you, but it is such a tonal shift. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, nothing like going into hell to get fake horny. I don't know what the fuck's <laughs> happening right now. Like, Party boy fake comes out at school? What's happening? <laughs> Who are you? Listen, I saw the opportunity for wordplay. I took it. Uh, I don't really have any logic for it. Just take it for what it is. Screw you guys. Bye. You know, it feels like this may be a side effect of all the role for weird boner roles. <laughs> when taken in a vacuum, don't sound like I've said it a whole lot. <laughs> when edited together into sequential episodes, it's pretty much been every episode this season. <laughs> and it's got one coming up when you meet the goddess of death. Like, God damn. There's been a lot of role for weird boners this fucking season. <laughs> Ooh, I got to back off of that trope. <laughs> or do I? Dun, dun. <laughs> not this episode, because unfortunately, we're get there. So anyway, uh, where we left off, not to get ahead of ourselves. And I am Anthony, who plays Babatunde. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes we get wrapped up in the majesty of the fate drama, and I forget. Um, speaking of fate drama, I- I'm having a hard time getting back into D&D Beyond. I'm having a Harlem moment. Yo, forgot his password. Can anybody help me? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, ho, 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 ho. Somebody... Somebody help me. Well, I don't know your password. Yeah, yeah. Um, so here's my thing. Here's my thing. Is there any way that y'all can somehow look up the email address so I can make sure I'm using the right one? Because I've got like seven. Oh, oh, sir, sir. Wow. How the hell? Yeah, I think I can look up your screen name. First, for the record, can you say your mother's maiden name? <laughs> last four of your social. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The street you grow up on, the last four of your social, and the name of your first pet. Um, No. Hell no. <laughs> Four five, <laughs> four five. Uh, fuck you Uh-oh. and Mr. Fluffy. One of these things is true. Where we left off, you guys had through some hijinks and some negotiations with existing college staff, managed to gain entrance to the library, immediately guessed that there was a Dewey Decimal-based puzzle coming in your future, solved the puzzle, made your way into the secret entrance to the library, encountered an NPC from Jazz's past that uh, was actually the character of mine that he killed during the one time I let one of you guys DM me, and then uh, and then uh, went and then negotiated the return of some porn from some grad students, of one of whom you brutally murdered by dropping them from a height, uh, which caused the rest of them to immediately freak out and return the porn. And then you guys came back in and started uh, going into the depths of the library, a uh, ultra-dimensional shadowy realm caused by too many demiplanes for magical storage being stacked on top of each other. The one caveat that you were asked to keep in mind as you went in there, oh, there were a couple. Number one, you guys were all given lanyards, which were then magically enhanced, which will serve as your passes as you earn your way down. You learn that it is a barter economy, but that the people who tend to rule the individual levels like to play games so that you probably would be able to manipulate your way past by achieving certain challenges in true video game fashion. However, if you failed, you would still be able to move to the next level if 
you decided to give something up, maybe like that ASI you just got back. I will not. To be clear, the stuff that you have to sacrifice is not going to be fun. It is going to be painful. It is going to be abilities. It is going to be attributes. So if you blow these challenges, the story will progress forward, but you are cutting off a pinky to make it to the next level. The other thing that you learned that lanyards you had had a slot in the back that you would earn a soul coin at each level that you could slot in there, allowing you to pass down. And that the levels, there wasn't like a a truly tiered, organized nature that the the space tended to take you to, well, whoever character's arc it was. I know the um, the primary seekers' experiences and fears and concerns. And so as you guys exited the elevator to the first level of the Shadow Library, it was this empty void space. Occasionally at the periphery of your vision, there would be flickers of these towering bookshelves that seemed to all be stacked with workout manuals and diet books and biographies of famous athletes, guides to cutting your mustache in a really small way, but not getting canceled for it. And throughout those weird flickers between this negative space and a very health and fitness oriented section of, of the stacks, you heard this, this squeaking that at first you thought were weird bats. But as the space slowly resolved itself, it became clear that you were in the fantasy underworld equivalent of a high school or college gym, at which point you were approached by a bizarre entity that looks like a demonic slug, almost. It's got a long, slithering, slug-like body, but then it arcs forward and it's got these fully-fledged arms that come out of its torso, and then its slug-like body extends forward, and you can see the remnants of, of a skull inside its form, and these two long sensory antennas come out that seem to be holding up a pair of mirrored sunglasses. This thing has uh, got a extremely tight white t-shirt stretched over its sluggy torso. And what looks like, um, at first you would guess to be a miniskirt, but then you realize, wait, that somehow this demonic slug is actually wearing gym shorts. A demonic whistle hangs down from its neck, and there is a shrill blast of it. All right, now, welcome everybody to the Lair of Balls of Bull. I am the demonic lord of physical fitness and PE, and we're going to be doing some team building today as you enter a ropes course to transition out of my level. Anybody have any questions? Is there any way we could just not? No? Well, is there something you would like to trade? And are you passing up on the opportunity to play my little game? Because we certainly can trade off something else if you'd prefer. Um, you know what? Um, you get one opportunity to make this decision. If you don't want to put the work in, there is a shortcut you can take. Um, no, no, no. Uh, I was just, you know, just wondering if there was like a, like a, like a preconditioning test that just shows that I'm already capable of completing this test. But if, if, if there's no way to just test out, then that's fine. We know you failed that test. You know. Shh, Eldrin. Jesus. Oh, 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 my bad, my bad. <laughs> you can't climb ropes at all. So all you all have to do is make it across the challenges of the rope course. And he snaps his fingers and from the ground a rumbling mix of wood and steel and wire and extremely irritating hemp rope (laughs) uh, grows and spirals up out of the gym floor to a staggering height, starting with a ladder that starts off as a normal size ladder, but then grows larger and larger and larger to where it now looks like the type of rope ladder a giant would use to climb up into its clubhouse. And that will represent your first challenge. (laughs) Let me be perfectly clear. If uh, at any point y'all fall, challenge is over, you can either head back up to the outworld or we can maybe talk about making some kind of trade-off to get you to the next level, blows his whistle, and begin. And he dissolves into a puddle of demonic goo, but the echoes of the whistle still bounce around you and you know that he's he's watching from somewhere else. Now, so this is a, uh, a skill slash ability challenge. And previously in the past, I have given you guys some pretty, you know, pretty clear outlines of 
how you can handle this uh, and the different ways that you can interact with each other. But this is hell and you don't get that anymore. <laughs> so you will not find out what the rules, challenges or penalties are until you fucking encounter them. You know, a lot of the scenario based stuff that I've been throwing at y'all lately feels like it's been putting you guys into some boxes. And I want y'all to definitely have the opportunity to take these on as you go. Uh, as you clear each section of the rope course, the next section of the rope course will form out of the darkness and we will take these one by one. So now, do you all have to stick together? Absolutely not. It's hell. You can do whatever you want. Um, the only other thing that I'm going to tell you at this point is, again, as we might learn in a future encounter, it's hell. Morality is not a concept. But if you are caught cheating, then that is considered a failure. Doesn't mean you can't cheat. Doesn't mean you're not encouraged to cheat. Just means- <laughs> Don't get caught. How would I get caught cheating? Fuck you, you'll find out if you get caught. So, <laughs> welcome to hell, everybody. So so we can't cheat, but we don't know the rules, so- Yeah, I don't know what we're supposed to do. We just climbing ropes? If you were looking for it, what erupted at first was like a normal rope ladder. Two strands of hemp rope with wooden slats tied in between them that will look like an extremely easy climb that extends almost beyond the point of vision above you into the darkness above. Could it be one story? Could it be two? Two stories, you really can't tell until you start climbing it. But then it started to enlarge and grow. And I promise this was on the books before y'all took enlarge reduce. This is not a fuck y'all for your tiny hands <laughs> bullshit. To, uh, to take the form of, hold on, let me get over to the ropes course website that I looked up individual challenge pieces on. <laughs> putting myself, I am sure, on another fucking watch list. So this is what would be considered the giant ladder. So if you were to imagine a rope ladder that if you were standing on the bottom rung and a average sized person put their hands up and could just kind of reach it within arm's length. Like if, let's say you are a strong 5'8", if you stand on the bottom rung, the tips of your fingers reach the slat above you. Okay. So there's no reason you couldn't just hold on to the side rope and just climb straight up. Correct. That would be physically possible if you would want to try that. <laughs> okay. So, so what do we not know what? So basically, you have to climb to the top of the ladder, and then the next challenge will materialize out of the darkness. Is there any indication of like? Is there any like clicking clock, or we go and touch the? Uh, Mario will go and touch the bottom rung of the ladder. Has it? Has anything fallen from the sky? <laughs> no. Lit on fire. Okay. No, you can look up on the wall and a scoreboard materializes that has each of your names next to it. And there is like five rows across it where you could see like a check or, you know, you look at a scoreboard, you can kind of see what could possibly light up. Either a check or an X will appear. It's a basically a pass fail and there is no timer on the scoreboard. Perfect. So would it be cheating? I just let me know to drink my potion of hill giant strength. Is that cheating or is that, is that perfectly legal? I don't. Is that is that a cheat? What are we PEDs? <laughs> I believe at the beginning of this, I told you I wasn't going to tell you. <laughs> Todd's going right to PEDs. So, is, is it PEDs? Damn, Todd. <laughs> or drink drink your Gatorade. If you want to take some performance enhancing potions, some PEPs. Again, this is intentionally meant to be vague. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I promise you I have rules written down for this. I promise you I'm not going to fucking do anything more than describe the physical components of each factor until you get into it. So this is so that y'all have a little bit more autonomy to take these on. I don't want to lose anything. Yeah. <laughs> so there's nothing like remarkable about the letter, like looking at it, like nothing glowing or weird or. Well, if you just want to stare up at it, it would be a perception check. If you want to actually like get up in there and study the ladder, give me an investigation check. Is the ladder owned by Jacob? Yeah, I'll, I'll go get up in it and inspect. So I'll do this. Get up in it. Yeah, let's get up. In get all up in there. Uh, 
that was a 15. Okay. You, Aldrin, have made a lot of rope in your uh, in your <laughs> rangerly pursuits, a lot of tent rope. I'm pretty sure Eldrin's fucking obnoxiously proficient at knots. Fucking Boy Scout. <laughs> it's all got to be, what is it, Kabari? Yep. What's the Japanese one? Yep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so is this a rope knot? Like, is this a rope ladder? I'm trying to get this. This is a devil wood, which is like a deep black variety of oak that has like this occasionally red grain running through it, Eldrin. You would see them every now and again in the forest around Dak. Uh, yeah, because one of the things that cause loggers to come into the deck forest is the magic from the Fae infuses some of the wood. And occasionally you would come across one of these devil oaks, which were almost somehow like nature's antithetical response to the Fae-inspired wood. So it's extremely rare in the outside. Um, when burned, it produces a phenomenal amount of smoke. It's almost as hard as iron, but it is definitely wood. You know that it can support all, like all five of you could get on it and these wouldn't break. You know, it's incredibly, incredibly strong and extremely fire resistant. Um, it's bound together with just a very plain hemp rope bound together with sh- strangle knots, which are a looping knot. Strangle knot is used as an alternative to constrictor knots. Some like it better because it does lay a little bit flatter. So, so Hell's version of a bamboo ladder. It's extremely sturdy ladder, can support multiple of you at the same time. It's wide enough for, we'll say, three of you to stand side by side on. How's, how, how far are the rungs apart? So Todd is a strong five foot eight. What's the reach distance of a five foot eight tiefling? Uh, it's about about two feet, two and a half feet. Seven foot up. So probably seven foot up, seven foot to eight. Okay, so then they're like they're let's say seven feet apart. So just enough that you can jump up there, do a pull up to get up there. Maury's gonna stretch into a lithe six foot. <laughs> okay, and start climbing and D- DM. Mm-hmm. Would it be fair to call this with some some flavor and some some sauce? Could I grapple up the rope acrobatically as an ooze? Well, I tell you what. Yes, you can use acrobatics for this, but it would be at disadvantage. So, what would what's the other option of like using athletics? Athletics would be the most straightforward choice. Okay, if I'm using athletics, though, would it because Mori as as an ooze, I get advantage on grapples. So I'm just imagining that would kind of translates to getting up a, like this kind of situation. What if someone was helping Mori? If I was climbing up the rope specifically, I'm imagining like a gym rope and just a, a slither up, you know? I get the flavor. So grapple reduces somebody's movement speed to zero, right? Yes. 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 Okay. Since there is a immobilizing aspect at the base of grappling, I'm going to say no in this particular instance. Gotcha. I know you can move. Because it's not pulling myself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I know you can pull the other person forward, but that's just a little, a little bit of a stretch. Okay. Can we just boost people up to the next rung? It's three people to a rung, right? Mm-hmm. Who, who has a climb speed? I do. I know I do, and I think Baba does, right? I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As a monk, I think I do too. I will tell you, your climb speeds won't help you in this circumstance because whether you're using your magical fingers to dig into the rope or you're using your claws to dig into the rope, you're still physically pulling yourself up. Let's just go with the whole- Those athletics. Let's just hoist someone up. The- the, the first thing I'm going to need to do is get rid of this. And I cast my water bubble to not have disadvantage on athletic checks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there is a whistle in here. Hey, hey, it's not time for the showers. You haven't even gotten through the first challenge, son. I don't know what you think you're doing. Are you giving up? No, no, no. I'm, no, sir. I am unshowering. <laughs> I, was, I was wet already. I was 
taking the water off of me. You're drying off. Yes, I was drying off. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Whistle blows. All right, let, let's go. Uh, let's just do the the hoist the one person up move where you hoist people up there and then you grab the last person and help pull him up with two people. And we can only do three at a time, so you kind of have to think about it. So we're we doing three and two. Is the ladder like wait? Does it move? Like is it moving or like swaying it off? Yeah, it's so it's a rope ladder secured. You can see the rope itself just goes into the ground. It is almost as if it sprouted from the ground, like it's a melding. At one point, the rope stops and the floor starts. But it it appears to be Tethered. it appears to be anchored at both top and bottom. Not like it's not like one side is swaying like a swing. So it wobbles a little. Exactly. But that having been said, it is still a rope ladder. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is that that swing to yeah. it. Yeah, there is a little bit a little bit a little bit of motion. So is there is there any reason we can't take rope that we have and tie like an anchor? to the ladder on each rung so that we don't fall all the way down if we fell. Physically, that seems something like that would be reasonable. Is that, is that considered cheating? <laughs> you guys come up with the solve and present <laughs> me with the solve, and then I will tell you the implications of the said solve. Are we all standing around like dads, like looking at this, like, because I'm like, oh, this is a pretty good deck. Is Mori on the first rung? This is the simplest part of this challenge, fuckers. <laughs> this is the how many letters are in the word alphabet yeah. portion of this puzzle. <laughs> is Mori on the second rung? Already? Oh, the, the, the first one? Morris is like limbs on the first one. Just kind of pulled up, watching everybody else walk around it. Yeah, pulling yourself up one rung, I'm not going to make you roll anything yet. No. If you decide to start progressing forward, then we'll get into the implications of it. I'm going to try one. Why not? I have the least amount of hit points. And, uh... <laughs> You're just taking off on your own? <laughs> just up one. Like I said, just climbing one little ploop up and stopping. Well, another another one next onto two. Yeah, one past that. Yeah. Yeah, she's trying to go to the next one. Yeah. Okay. In that case, as you guys see Mori climb past the first rung and officially move out on her own from the group, <laughs> Mori, as you climb up to that second one, space seems to stretch and distort. And now they seem much further down than that one rung was a moment ago. At this point, you are now committed to climbing up on your own, which is an athletics check with a constitution saving throw as you get in the middle because it's fucking tiresome as fuck. All right, so give me an athletics check. All right, guys, I think we know how to do this, right? Two groups of two. I think we, think, <laughs> I think we know. Guys, guys, I'm kind of dizzy. Guys, I guess I'm afraid of heights. I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, we should have just went with my plan. I was going to go with guys. We should have just. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's an eight. Yeah. <laughs> on my athletics check. Okay. Uh, and then on my con save, that's a 14. That's a 14. Okay, so <laughs> good news is the DC for the con save was 10. Uh-huh. Bad news is DC for the climb check was 10. <laughs> so you guys see Mori kind of, its space stretches and distorts and twists. And then all of a sudden she's way higher up. And then you hear, <laughs> and she is no longer way higher up. Mori's going to take. Oh no. The kind of plasmoid takes fall damage. Mm, do you have resistance to falling damage? They got no bones. Uh, no, I have feather fall, but I'm going to see how this goes. <laughs> I'm going to need to know right now whether or not you're casting feather fall. You don't even get to know how high you've fallen. You just <laughs> High enough where it seems like it probably was bad. 
Oh, this is this is part of my pentahedron shard. One per day for free, and then uh, after that, you can burn a spell slot to use it. Okay. You know what? I uh, Maury is used to kind of being guinea pig, and is just going <laughs> to take one for the team, and just like it's a tester. Let's not. Let's not do. Let's not. And uh, it's the lowest test. I'm break immersion here for a second because I don't know if I was clear enough about this for before. How high up I went. Mud dead. This isn't high. You say when you fall, you're done. Yes. You're done. You would fail and have to do a trade-off. Oh, this is like a done. Yeah, this is you failed. Now you have to trade like your soul to go to the next level. It won't be as bad as your soul. Oh, okay. Then in that case, instead, what Maury's going to do is uh, use magical guidance to spend a sorcery point and re-roll my ability check. Oh, there you go. Very <laughs> <Yeah>. nice. <laughs> I was going to say, you, you have inspiration or something? You could use that. Okay, go ahead and re-roll the climb check. That's the exact same roll. Oh, no. Inspiration. <laughs> something. Do something. <laughs> So I rerolled my eight athletics check again, a seven plus one to an eight. Okay. And is that a reaction to do that? That's just uh, using a sorcery point. I think sorcery points are free actions. Mm, yeah, but that's an ability powered by a sorcery point. Let's take a look at what the language is on it. Yeah, when you make a ability check that fails, you can spend one sorcery point to reroll the d20. You have to use the neural. Yeah, it explicitly says no action next to it. Oh, so hello. There you go. <laughs> All right, cool. Then you still have your reaction free if you would want to use Featherfall. I still have fallen. I'll just be falling slower. Okay, I use Featherfall. <laughs> In a weird turn of it, you see Mori start to climb, and then it seems like she's climbed way farther. Than, and then you hear the whoop. And then you hear, no, uh-uh, not whoop. And then, oh, yep, nope, definitely whoop. <laughs> and then like a poofing as she forms a chute and drifts down and lands. And you hear a loud whistle. Hey, 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 hey. Technically, that was falling, but not falling. So I'm going to let you get away with it. But just this one time, if anything like that happens again, any of you others try casting that spell. It's counting as a fail. Oh. 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 So, in doing so, oh. Mori has burned up your one opportunity to use Featherfall on this challenge. Thanks, coach. <laughs> Whistle blows. Y'all's go. All right. On the plus side, I, I don't, does Faith the only other one who might even have it? So, uh, no. You don't even have it. See, there we go. Yeah, yeah. We're good. It covers up to five people, and she could have used it at any time. So, yeah, no, that was. Uh, <laughs> Because right. again, hell's all about technicalities, <laughs> and that's a technicality, but now they're keen to it. So, mm -hmm. to that specific spell. So, fate's been over in the corner having like a mild breakdown this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, fate. Oh, uh, give me a wisdom saving throw. <laughs> oh no. He's trying to get chance out here. He's like, bring chance out. <laughs> That would help. It definitely would. That's <laughs> for this for this part. That's uh, nineteen. Oh no! Why do you? Oh, he saved. Oh uh, no! Unfortunately, <laughs> fate remains fate. All right, this is what we do. Let's get let's get fate a pep talk. He, he's gonna need it. No, we don't. You, you help him. You, it's a team event. I'm gonna help him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a team event. Two and two. We hoist it's a person up to the first rung. You host two people up. Then they have to take someone up to the next rung. Because the last person has to get picked up by someone. You have to reach down and pick the last person up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's just let fate go. Let's just always put him up. Look, his little lip is quivering there. It's just... <laughs> 
Yeah, so let's let, let's just put our hands together and fade. We're going to hoist you up to the first rung. What? That's, are you? No. Yeah, we got you. But that's, that's what you said the last time. I don't remember that. That's exactly what you said the last time. And I trusted you and you all left me and I almost died three times. Are you dead? Okay, quit your crying. Let's go. Let's go. This feels like something that happened before yeah. I was part of the friend group, fate, and I feel left out, and it's not fair for you to be talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making your trauma about me. And uh... Listen, Faye, that, w- that was a lifetime ago. For Baba, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that was even Baba. He didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you've been practicing climbing ropes. You don't even got to climb ropes. All you got to do is just, we'll just hoist you up to the rung. You won't even have to climb the rope. But, you don't even have to use your own but, strength. But, We're going to hoist you up. But you could but, you could ride it in the water bubble. No, you can't because you use the water bubble. But it's there. It's last. It's around for one minute. It's been longer than a minute. Just y'all talking <laughs> about the ladder. <laughs> no, okay. fair. Aldrin spent a minute fucking telling what kind of rope it was made out of. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just saying. I just. Todd's patience is weird. I just. Todd's patience is wearing thin. Okay. Are we doing two and two, or doing three and three and one? What are we doing? We only three people can fit but, on one, so but, we've got to do. But Maury went up one. Three and then full fate. Yeah. But Maury went up one and then ended up way too far away. What if happens if that happens again? Then we can't. The, this isn't gonna. We we'll deal with that when we get to that. We'll, we'll climb up and we'll hold your hand, buddy. It'll be all right. Uh, you know, <laughs> worst case scenario, you get flung super high and die. Uh, you know. Okay, so we've got. Three people that technically have could have tails. How about we're always touching? No one touches my tail. And we're one long, we could say centipede of <laughs> creatures. I was going to clarify that this is an intent thing until Maury brought tails into it. And now I want to see where that's going. <laughs> so oh, okay. let's just hoist up fate to the next rung. Yeah, that's fine. Me and Eldrin hoist fate up. Then me and Eldrin will hoist Baba up. And then we will hoist Maury up. Any characters who played organized sports in their youth, give me an insight check. Oh, for sure. Maury, that'd be a yes. Baba, that's a yes. Is archery an organized sport? Mm, not. It's not a team sport. That's a 24. 15. Balls. 12. You know it's about a team effort. This isn't a how do I put the chicken in the fox boat fucking problem. This is a team effort problem. You guys intuit as long as you're working together, there's not going to be that weird distance. Three, three people on a rung, then they put the fourth, then they put fate up to the fifth the, the next rung yeah. and then you have to reach down to come get us yeah. you have to, someone has to reach down to get the other person the last person there DM could I uh, make, could Maury make a slide of hand check to take the the duckies shirt um, and tear them into little like survivor-esque kind of little bandanas just like okay team uh, yeah and we're the we're the, <laughs> we're the team team we got armbands yeah so we have magic I wanted us to have magic t-shirts but I didn't mm. have enough stuff on me to do that team, team ducky <laughs> team ducky we could um, also tie ropes to each other to make sure that we don't fall. Yeah, an anchor rope. Yep. Yes. Shit. Before I forget, Eldrin, mullet roll. It's now a 60-40 since you fail, or is it 70-30? Uh, <laughs> you got to do your own mullet tracker, man. If we're going to make this a sliding scale, <laughs> you got to track that one for me. Tori, give me your random item roll. I just don't know like how many times we're considering. I, I mean, I failed every time, so I don't know. <laughs> I think we decided this at least two times ago. So I, if I, best case, 70-30, worst case, 60-40. We'll do 70-30. I don't... Right. Yeah, sure. Okay. Is it if I... You got to tell me high-low before you roll. So high-low would be <laughs> if it's if it's high, it's... It, it would be 31 to 100 and low would be 1 to 30. Okay. We'll go high. The lower numbers are low. <laughs> yes, Jamie. We'll go high. The higher numbers. Listen, are. I listen, it's it's off center. It's weird. Uh all right. <laughs> high. 
Oh my god! Wow, that's I. How are you so bad at this? Wow. <laughs> Remember next time, eighty twenty. Wow. Fuck it on the mullet roll. All right. Statistically, this is fucking fucked. Like, there's no way. <laughs> I know this is bizarre. I mean, if we're gonna talk statistics, Maury did it one time and got the mullet immediately. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I shouldn't have failed a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Immediately. I think you still have the mullet that Maury grew for you. Yeah. Maury, give me a D36 mullet. Yep. Because those are all the ones that I've filled out. Can it, I'd like to notice everybody is talking strategy and, and Maury is working on um, that little the little t-shirt strips. Uh, everybody has has nice little Rambo bandanas. They've they've like made themselves different heights to be able to go up behind each person to tie it on their forehead. They all say Team Rambo Bright on it. <laughs> Fate's still hyperventilating from Maury has a really hard time trying to get the bandana on my head. <laughs> it's like, it helps soak up the sweat. <laughs> so if I fail enough times that eventually I just get a new mullet and then it just, which one do I get? Because eventually it's going right. to have to be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Maury, there's a magical glowing from the item matrix inside you and a incredibly shiny, incredibly beautiful pair of hammer pants materializes inside of you. Oh. These are the Hammer Time Pants. When donning these, you get one free cast of Otto's Irresistible Dance. Nice. But you have to do a hammer dance to cast it. All right. Maury, Maury just randomly has some pants floating around inside her. Oh, no. All right. So you guys walk me through the move. Todd and Eldrin first. No, we hoist them three up. You're going to help up Baba, Maury, and Fate. And Fate, yes. And so then they're going to have to do it. Two people are going to have to lift one person up to the third rung while they pull us up on the next rung. Do you see what I'm saying? And then we help the other two up. Okay. Yeah, and then if Jamie's the one who goes up there, he then has to help hold fade up or Maury up to the next one. And then the strongest people will then pick me up to come to the third rung and then we rinse and repeat. So Eldrin and Todd are going to boost up Fate, Baba, and Maury? Yes. It's only, what, seven feet, so which hoisting them up shouldn't be a, a big pro. I don't think I need hoisting. You said you don't need hoisting? My reach is seven feet. For this first climbing, there's this weird stretch and distortion. And to be clear, Baba, are you not? Are you climbing up on your own, or are you taking the help? No, I'll take the help. I was just saying. I I think it, the rung is in reach. I don't know how much hoisting is needed. We're gonna give give a little be like, you got this, Baba. You got this. I need to know very specifically if you are doing it by yourself or if you're taking the help. No, no, I'm I'm going with the plan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's got the headband. <laughs> <laughs> so then, Baba, Mori, and fate, you can make this roll at advantage. Okay. Into athletics? Yep. Just an athletics check. DC 10 at advantage. And you know, guys, just from what I've observed hanging out with y'all and looking around at the group, I just have to say that I've, I'm going to guess that maybe Todd and Baba are the most athletic. I'm probably the least athletic and Eldrin and Fate might be both middling athletic. Wow. Just so we all know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> just, I've just been t- taking notes on my friends. I feel bad for Eldrin right now. Is that weird? (laughs) (laughs) That is harsh. (laughs) Dirty 20 for me. Jazz. Uh, Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Athletics check. Mm-hmm. At advantage. advantage, rolling twice. I think Faye just has hidden disadvantage to his athletics that just, we don't have to see them. And 13, it's a pass. Oh, thank you. Oof. And a 12. 12. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. You, you already out the gate rolling bad. Mm. All right, Maury. <laughs> athletics at advantage. Wait, what'd you roll? Do I have to say? Did you roll twice? <laughs> 
<laughs> why did you? How did you? Uh, you thought you couldn't have uh, failed two more times. Uh, a nine and a six. Oh my god! All right, can you burn another point to help up with that? Yeah. <laughs> what is your acrobatics or athletics? One. It's just a plus one. Mm. <laughs> so is mine. Well, no, my athletics is plus five. Oh, I was gonna say middle of the road isn't plus one. I should have taken the the acrobatics at disadvantage for the plus four. Honestly, so I'm gonna use another sorcery point and roll this for the third time. This dice is going in in the little dice jail. Audio listeners, <laughs> it's going inside just a little jail, and it is gonna sit there. <laughs> it definitely needs a talking to. <laughs> That's a natural 19, which makes it a dirty 20. <laughs> just just for the sake of not having to do these rolls a ton of times, that's going to represent y'all's efforts for the first half. And then we'll do the con save. Everybody who just got helped up will magically have advantage on the con save. Unfortunately, all that helping is tiresome. And since three people were helped up, there are three disadvantages coming now. Oh. So, Eldrin and Todd, you're going to have to make your athletics checks <laughs> at disadvantage for all the helpy helper team. Why can't they help us, though? Yeah, they should be able to pull us up. Yeah, that's the what the point, what the plan was. It was the, the move. Yeah, they can, but then that's going to cancel out their advantages because that's going to tire out their arm. That makes it better than us getting disadvantages. <laughs> 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 that changes back to flat rolls. That would make them flat, yes. Yes, flat. Yeah, okay. okay. So <laughs> that will cancel out the advantages that they just took. You can do that in the second half. Again, first half is surprise as hell. Fuck you. <laughs> so make your athletics checks at disadvantage, both of you. I don't like this at all. Again, it's still DC 10. Todd has like a plus what to athletics? Plus eight. Okay. So I need to roll a five. This is what happens when you get really high stat bonuses. All right. First one was a 24. That's a 19. <laughs> the next one was a crit. That's a 16. <laughs> 20. Okay. Both of you guys tired. Eldrin chip on his shoulder because Maury equated the ranger strength with the wizard. You can see Eldrin like shrugging off his denim cloak a little bit. He's like, fucking look, man. You know how much fucking bow flex shit that I did? But wait, we can't, we can't be on this right That's what the whole, there was a play. No, again, this is the first half, right? Okay. Those rolls represent your efforts to get halfway up through this challenge, right? So now con saves the three people who got helped up during that first half, because again, it's hell, space, wibbly wobbly, timey wobbly, devilly wibbly, were helped up for the, the challenge and get advantage on their con saves. There's still one disadvantage lurking around, though. So I need you guys to decide. Please take it, Todd. Take what? <laughs> Please take it, Todd. Whether Todd or Eldrin are going to take the disadvantage on their con save. I have a plus two to my con. So do I. <laughs> Fuck. Also DC 10. Now, if there's anything that anybody can do to assist them magically, now would be the time to do it. Y'all are all within 10 feet of me, so you'll get plus four on that con save. Yeah. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh. This is what happens when you have a pound in the party. <laughs> if you guys thought I was fucking a hard DM beforehand, you have no idea what's in store for you. <laughs> oh boy, J hey, Jamie, which you want to roll it? Or? Uh, let's rock paper scissors for it. Are y'all the same one, Con? You were the same one, Con. Rock paper scissors. Hey, let's let's do something that audibly translates into the fucking goddamn podcast. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to draw a picture of who I want to have do it, and then I will show it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> How is rock, paper, scissors not convert to audio? It's fine. All right, we'll do rock, paper, scissors. Ready? <laughs> One, two, three, shoot. Fuck, I already scissors. Scissor me timbers. Let's go. <laughs> scissors, of course. Eldrin and Harlan scissor each other. <laughs> Ready? One, two, three, go. Oh, paper. Oh, there's paper. There's paper. So uh, Eldrin loses rock, paper, scissors. Uh, uh. 
Can I just, I would just like, whether this ends up on the cutting room floor or not, to just be known that Jamie threw his decision out first mm-hmm. to where Harlan could have seen it. But I didn't see it. And then changed his answer and he didn't. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't see it. Mm. And then he won by doing scissors the second time. <laughs> it was the fake out. Holding scissors the whole time. It was the he fake did. out. Yeah. It was the fake out. And Jamie purposefully yeah. put a paper. I was very confused as to why the scissors were out the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> it was still do you, do you feel good about doubling down on the rock, paper, scissors now? It's on you, Jamie. Do you feel good about it? <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I will I will take the disadvantage uh, for the team. Okay. Does anybody, other than Baba's manly bonus from being a, a paladin, does anybody else have anything that they can help Eldrin with magically on this saving throw roll? I got nothing. Uh... Doesn't mean you fall if you fail the con save, for the record. It just means... Just means something else shitty happens afterwards. Got it. <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Cool. All right, first of all, Todd, con save. What was the con save for? You're getting tired. The halfway mark. The halfway mark. Would it would it be out of pocket for Fate to start singing like some old elf spirituals? No. Well, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Seven. What? What? Todd fails. Is it plus four for everyone around you? Yeah. Or is it just one? For- yeah, it's everybody. Okay, so I, I, that wins. Yeah, it's okay. an 11. Ooh. Oh, That's an 11. All right, so you pass. All right. That's 18. 18. Okay, that would be a pass. Give me the other one. That's uh, a 13. That's a pass. Did my other folks who have advantage pass the roll? Oh, we hadn't rolled ours. No, I haven't rolled yet. They waited for us to fuck it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In this moment, I'm going to just take the time to, to look at, at fate and be like, I don't know what happened in, with your robes before, but you seem really scared. And I, I put an extra bandana to, to do more sweat <laughs> to keep it like from blinding him out of his eyes um, and give him a, a bardic. The old bandana's already just soaked with sweat. Yeah, it's soaked through. <laughs> just soaked through. Sopping wet. I have advantage, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. That, that Key and Peele skit where he's talking about talking to his old lady about the clearing the browser history. That's, that's, that's fate right now. So just hang on to that bardic even if it's not now or whenever. Okay, real quick. That sounded like Baba rolled something shitty. What was that first roll, Baba? (laughs) (laughs) Eight. I rolled an eight on a plus six. Oof. I have advantage, right? Yep. Yes, you have advantage. Fourteen. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Con save. Here we go. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's a 16 on uh, 13 on the die. Okay. More? 26. Okay. So nobody gets a level of exhaustion. Woo! Which, hey, Eldrin, you would have just had to have taken a short rest to get rid of now. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> so you got her halfway up now. You know the rules now. So you can figure out how you want to take this the rest of the way. It's going to be the same way. <laughs> Whoever gets helped gets advantage. Whoever helps has disadvantage. Baba should help with all that bonus. <laughs> and there can be up to three helpers. No more than three people can help. It's got to be a three-two split either way. Mori and Fate definitely need the help. I wouldn't mind the help. It's whoever needs the athletics, though. If you have high athletics to get the rope, then you might as well just do the help and take... So... You're six, Todd. So something... I'm a plus eight. Something everybody's forgetting. Fate's actually doing a little bit better than this at this than everybody's thinking because at that time he spent training with Todd that earned him a little bit of proficiency in athletics <laughs> specifically. His strength isn't very strong, but he's able, he knows how to use his body properly now. So like he's not needing as much help as everybody thinks. Just putting that out there. So what's what's the guy dang number? Yeah, what is That's the number? Five. Say so he needs just about as much help as Eldrin would need. No, no, no. All right, well, then you help me up. Let's go. No, 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 no. <laughs> Let's go. No, 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 no. <laughs> Give me the advantage. <laughs> 
you down, you got halfway through the first challenge and you're getting cocky. I'm, I'm just. He did. He definitely did. I'm just. That would never. Listen, listen. We'll come back to bite you in the ass. Listen, listen. Coach, this is, this is just funny team banter. We're still working together, even though it sounds like somebody's mad. No, we're just trying to figure out who needs the help. I heard Fate say he's going to help us up. Let's go. I've got a, I've got a plus five is all I'm saying. <laughs> Me and Harlan actually, I think have the highest athletics. Yeah. Okay. So we can take being at disadvantage for our athletics checks. Assuming it stays at 10. Assuming it stays at 10. That's not uh, going to happen. You know it's 15. At 15, eh, no one needs that. Maury's going to just kind of hang on to the, this rung, mentally preparing for the next thing. You guys reach about a halfway point. It feels like you've been climbing for hours. You look down. Man, it looks far enough to not cause maximum falling damage. Probably about half that if you were to slip. You So you feel like you're 100 feet up in the air. <laughs> um, and you look up you and it feels like there's a hundred feet more for you to go, but it's just going to be one roll. And then you can see a 10 by 10 platform hanging in space in the darkness above you now that was previously invisible. That's good. Todd and Harlan, Todd and Harlan, <laughs> Todd and Harlan are going to help. <laughs> That's who's going to help. <laughs> All right. So me and Bob are throwing everyone else up. Okay. So then everybody else, DC 10 athletics check at advantage. Oh boy. And Marie's um, just kind of thinking about a book they read about a climber and uh, <laughs> casting guidance on themselves by like, reaching out to these spirits of these book characters. You've had guidance this whole time. You, you see Maury kind of squish down a little bit into like a more compact shape. There's a Sylvester Stallone and Cliffhanger description that I haven't really <laughs> ever seen. So just imagine Maury gelling herself into Sylvester Stallone <laughs> in Cliffhanger to give herself a little bit of a... <laughs> It's a nat 20. Nice. <laughs> As is appropriate for Sylvester Stallone and Glivanger. Uh, I rolled a 14. Fate also got a 14. Team helpers, give me your disadvantage rolls, DC 10. Oh, shit. All right, first roll, 14. That'd be a pass. Okay, all right. Second roll. You got this, Todd. 14. 14. 14. That's, that's the Elder Special. There we go. Shit. First roll, 13. 13. <laughs> wow. Second roll. Oh, that's not. That's not. Oh, no. It's a one. Oh, no. Help him. Somebody help him. That's a natty one. So can I misty step back to the same room? Is that a reaction? It's a bonus action, but I'm falling. Is that a reaction? It's a bonus action. <laughs> you think he can't figure 30 feet? It, does anybody have a reaction that they can use to rescue Baba? Checking. I'm checking. I have absorb elements. Can I absorb the wind that he's producing to fall <laughs> to pull him back up? <laughs> absorb the wind? <laughs> That'd be a no. Then no, I have nothing. I have no reactions. Fuck Rangers. Throw a rock, throw a rock down. Oh, not a rock, a rope at him. Okay, okay, okay. Here we go. Who? Uh, I don't know if that works either. Shit. Give it to me. Let me see what you got. Uh, I was gonna try and like cast shield underneath him. For him to bounce off of? <laughs> Shield underneath him. No, you got to stop me from falling. I will be more liberal with somebody helping you than with you just using Misty Step to cast back up. Because here's the thing. You could do that, Baba, but that would definitely be seen as cheating. And there's no way to hide the Misty Poof, unfortunately. <gasps> oh, Flog! Where he reaches in. <laughs> Flog. Ah! Oh, Jesus Christ. That's going to be an attack roll against Baba's AC. That's why I'm saying that's an option. Oh! <laughs> 
So what, what's your AC currently, Baba? 20. Without your dexterity bonus. Uh, it's 20. Okay. Yikes. You're, wait, wait. Your AC's a 20? Yeah. Okay. He's in full plate. I got this. I got this. She has to roll over a 20. I got this. I got it. Meter beat. I get a plus nine on the tentacle. It's an 11. You got it. Okay. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's a 13 plus nine. That's a 22. All right. Quick, give me a quick athletics check not to be pulled off the, the platform, Maury. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is hell, y'all. <laughs> you, you're at a plus one in athletics. This isn't going to go well. That's a 10. Oh, that's exactly what you needed. So, all right. You, you guys see Maury lash out with the tentacle flog, wrap it up around Baba, <clears throat> stops him from falling, <sighs> starts immediately skidding towards the edge, gets right up to the, is teetering now. Somebody do something because, man, Maury doesn't look like he's going to be able to hang on for that long. Just teetering on the edge, starting to slide. Little goopy hands. Good, grab, 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 the, grab the goopy hand. Yes. <laughs> We do the chain. We all hold the rope. Yeah. Morris got uh, to like holding the tentacle flag and then extrudes a, a pseudopod out for them to grab. Okay. See, I told you guys the tail chain. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> all right. Now, Baba. You still have to climb up Maury's pseudopod to get out. So give me one last athletic check. Not a disadvantage. Flat roll DC 15 to climb up Maury's pseudopod. Oh, no. The pseudopod is back at the rest of the party. Does anyone have anything for him? Or? There's no help on this one. 20. Woo. 20 on there. Okay, 20. Ooh. All right. You guys have passed the first, the first portion of this. Four to go. That was that was the that was the only thing when we were deciding between me and Eldrin. I was like, but Eldrin's been rolling better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, my athletics is a little higher than his. <laughs> but he's been rolling better than I am. Not a net one, though. That that's the only thing I could fail on. <laughs> All right. So as you guys are standing on the platform, two ropes now shoot forward instead of out. It's more scaled toward normal human size. More scaled, almost as if it were a rope bridge. But you know, normal rope bridges that you guys have all crossed rope bridges as adventurers uh, somewhere out there, but they always have uh, enough additional moorings to keep them from wobbling back and forth. And occasionally they'll have some ropes for guide ropes and for handrails. This one doesn't have any of that. Normally spaced skinny slats stretching forward into the distance. This is a single check one. This is the unstable bridge. Individuals uh, must be able to control their surroundings. One false move could send them spilling off the side. This exhilarating activity truly tests balance and unity of the mind and body. Different helping rules apply. Snake across. Just crawl. Mm -hmm. Different helping rules? Okay. Because obviously you can't boost somebody across. So it's one check though. It's a single check. It's a single check. And I will say you can see that it is 120 feet. You can actually see it's each rung is, let's say, I don't know, two feet across. You can count the rungs. You can gauge the distance to the other platform on the other side as 120 feet. I'll give you a distance on that. You said there's two feet between slats? I just don't get into that piece. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm trying to... I, I only mentioned that as flavor for being able to tell you how far to cross it is. <laughs> don't, don't get into that. I'm just trying to see if I, if, I, if I crawl, can I crawl across it? Yes, crawling across physically would be an option. Like one at a time and then two people holding it stable uh, along each side of the bridge? Two people hold it stable and then when someone crosses, the other people hold it. At the base? For the people that are finishing. Yeah. The last person to go would need to be the best at doing this because they would... Right, The first and last person need to be the best because they will each only have stabilization on one side of the bridge if that comes into account mechanically. Just throwing that out of how this would work in life. I think I like that plan, Modi. I missed the plan. So then it sounds like I'll be going third. Thank you. 
<laughs> yes? No? Objections? No? You're the meat in the sandwich? Okay. In this omad, my balance is not so great. Hmm. 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 Baba should go right in the middle. What? Uh, I'm taking balance is probably acrobatics. Acrobatics, yeah. Mine's not great. Uh-huh. Uh, Feels like Baba and Eldrin in the mid. Baba right in the middle, third. Todd should go. I got, I got a, just a plus five on my acrobatics. Oh, man. Anything that boosts it? Okay, Fate has my bardic. You can give out more than one bardic at a time. Well, although, we, although we don't know the rules, you might be able to jump. Uh, not 120 feet. Did you do the math? Because, uh... Uh, a double and a triple will get you pretty far. You might. <laughs> 120 feet is a large jump. Do I have that 120 feet? A double and then a triple. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what was that you did, did a, a jump? What's your What's your strength score? What's the jump? What's the jump math? What is my jump score? I forget. It's fucking. I I fucking was. I you know my wife was talking about Twitch earlier. One of her podcasts started streaming. We started talking about Twitch. And I was like, yeah, you know, we don't like doing the live fucking action because me having to pull out jump rules <laughs> is the fucking death of momentum on this show. And that very night. Every time. Very night. <laughs> We've got this team. Mori replaces everybody's sweaty headbands and gives everyone else a bardic also. See, I should have I should have definitely cast my giant thing earlier because it would increase my strength. Yeah, what's, what's your strength? Jumping. Your strength determines how far you can jump. What's your strength? Nothing's physically stopping you from drinking the potion currently. And if I were to tell you you couldn't or couldn't do it, I certainly would do so in a way that would be ominous enough that would make you second guess anything that you were doing. So, <laughs> like, like, like you're doing. I mean, maybe that's a great idea, or maybe that's exactly the performance-enhancing kind of drug that they test for in this place. I don't, you don't know. It's hell. Anyway, the whole of ladder plan is good. My strength is zero. What? No, the the actual score okay. eleven. Yeah, Todd has lost some definition. Lost some strength. I lost some strength. Yeah. Okay. Lost a little bit. Looking a little leaner. Looking a little more agile. It says when you make a long jump, you cover the number of feet to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet. When you make a standing long jump, you can leap only half that. So I would only be able to go 30 feet, 33 feet. The platform is 10 feet wide. We established that almost conveniently as part of this. But but I still, 33 feet is the most I can do. It says you jump triple. I, I, with the jump thing, I jump triple my jump speed. But since my... Sh- okay. Is it triple or is it du- is it triple the... Du- so it says to make a long jump, you cover the number of feet up to your strength score if you move at least 10 feet. So on a 10 feet, I can get 11 feet to jump. Sure. What is your new thing? What is your new ability? The jump ring will triple it to 33. Yes. 33. And then you double it. 66. With the monk ability. That's still only 60. I'm not, I'm not making that. I'm not making that. It's halfway. We just hadn't done the math. But it's nice to, it's nice to do that. Yeah. Okay. That's good flavor. Everybody's got, got new headbands and bardic. So each one of you has a has a D8 bardic. It says at the GM's option, climbing a slow. Oh, that says vertical surface. I'm just making sure. I'm trying to look for the crawling. Yeah, you can wall run at some point. I don't know if you can do it yet, but we've we've worn out our arms and our 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 overall strength trying to get up here. This is like more of a balance thing that we're getting into. Yeah. 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 Crawl. Prone you move at half speed, right? Correct. Okay. So Fate's going to kind of hype himself up and give himself the old uh, home alone face lap. And then cast haste on himself. Mm. Okay. Which fate slaps somebody to haste him? Are we establishing that as the No, no, just just himself. He's trying to psych himself out. He's still scared shitless right now. So he's just, whoo, all right. Ah. And he's just like tweaking like he's on coffee. He's just like, all right, let's uh let's go ahead and get this thing going, everybody. Let's uh let's uh yeah, let's just let's just go. And he just like starts like very quickly crawling across. Oh, he's going for it. By himself? I mean, y'all said y'all were gonna hold the thing still. Yeah. 
Yeah, we're holding the bridge. Okay, we have to say who's hol- who's holding it. I- I'll hold it. You're casting haste on yourself, right? And what does haste do? Doubles my movement speed and gives me advantage on dexterity saves. Dexterity saves. Yes. Does it say anything about dexterity based ability checks? Let me double check. And yes. it does not. It has advantage on dexterity saving throws. Has additional action on each of his turns. Boo. We're helping him? Sure. This ladder is extremely stable for the first half, where the first 60 feet that you guys are able to stabilize. But once you get past that first halfway mark, it starts to wobble a little bit more. So since nobody's stabilizing it the entire way... It's going to increase the DC. Is it a deck saving throw or deck? No, it is a it is an acrobatics check. DC ten if both sides are stabilized. DC fifteen if it's not stabilized. Ooh. Just had to go running out there, fate. Ooh. You got it. He, he, he's got a bardic. You got a bardic though. Sad. He's got good decks. He's got yeah. Is that a D eight bardic right now? Yeah. All right, that's that's pretty solid. And fate's got fate's got good dexterity. Oh, 15 on the die. Let's get it. Nineteen. Nice. So who? I call next. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Who's got the worst decks? <laughs> wait, you're the most acrobatic. <laughs> you're the best one, Todd. What? <laughs> what? You're going last. <laughs> yeah, Todd. Todd, you're the anchor. What? This yeah. is ridiculous. With both sides stabilized, it's a DC 10 check. I don't have Bardic Inspiration. Can I give Bardic Inspiration? I can use some Bardic because I got a DC 15 coming up. She gave it to everyone. Yeah, she gave it to everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, every, everybody got one. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Let's go. All right, so yeah. Fate's over there and he's yeah, holding I'm, his side still. He's he's jazzed. He's, yeah, I've made it. Woo, okay. Let's go. Okay, I, I will go now. Baba, you know, you just got to tap into that, to that Tabashi, like that cat spirit, channel the grace of a cat and, and Mori casts enhance ability on Baba with cat's grace. So you have advantage on dexterity checks. Yay. Oh, see, there was the spell that needed to be cast. She <laughs> <laughs> really gave it to Baba and not the person going first. <laughs> Who was expecting? He just kind of went, to be fair. Uh, he just went for it. <laughs> Bang. I thought it was going to be a save, not a check. <laughs> That's why I'm not telling you this shit in advance anymore, y'all. <laughs> so it's DC 10, right? Yes. Yep. At advantage, right? Gonna need it. Oh, advantage. I'm gonna need it. What was that first roll? That first roll was a four. Oh, boy. Motherfucker. Woo. <gasps> oh, this roll is horrible. <laughs> 17. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Y'all are rolling like shit and I'm loving it. Okay, cool. (laughs) Stakes are back in the podcast. Look at that. I'm running out of ducky shirt, guys. Sweating. All I had to do was sell my soul to Satan. (laughs) (laughs) Who's next? Maury, would you like to go next? Todd! Todd like to go next? Screw you, Todd. Todd, you're last! (laughs) (laughs) What? What? Okay, yeah, Maury's gonna go. Oh, no. Oh, no. That didn't sound good. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Did you roll the inspiration? Not the inspiration, the bardic? You brought your bardic? I didn't give myself one. I very specifically only marked off enough to give one to everybody else. I have not cast guidance on myself. I'm going to hold the concentration on cast grace. I'm across. So I'm going to use just, we don't know what's next. It could, it's, it lasts for an hour. So might as well just leave it on just in case. Not if you want to die. Don't lose. <laughs> yeah. But 
I've got one sorcery point left. <laughs> mm, wow, we are burning those up. <laughs> there, it's all Daryl gone. <laughs> That's my last. <laughs> How many DC? I'm sorry, and I'm not trying to fucking rub salt in the wound, but just for the for, for the listeners at home. <laughs> How many DC 10 checks have you failed? <laughs> all of them. It's been a lot. Almost all. Well, are we are we counting the advantage ones? Yes. I failed it yes. twice. Yes. <laughs> Don't you have advantage this time though? No. No, it's a DC 10. The roll is lower. So so just the two people hold it on the side just make the roll lower. Yeah, make it not a 15. I think all these bad rolls, Maury inadvertently uses her hat of disguise and starts looking like a little Eldrin. <laughs> <laughs> You've had some bad roll runs. You know that. Sure. Well, where you roll the same shitty thing twice in a row. You even did it in Baba's death episode. That is definitely a thing that I do. Maury has been feeling more relying on feeling bardy, uh, but that in this moment, just like the sorceress magic deep with this aberrant mind, I just like reach out to whatever entity I come from, that blank space, that kind of like weird howl ish first memory that I have um, and I got a nat 20 on that reroll. <laughs> Give me a a Mori reference fictional character that would be acrobatic. Ooh. Um, can be weird pop culture reference from the real world or I mean, just what, okay. whatever you would think is acrobatic. Tanya Harding. There's this little series of books called Ducky's Little Heroes. And it's like little cardboard books that Ducky's put out um, that has cute little art of historical figures. And Maury remembers one of a goblin that does a lot of really impressive flips and um, very compact. It's amazing to see them fly through the air. Um, and uh, Simone Bile was this little goblin's name. And Maury just, just remembers that and, and her form and how, how beautiful it was that this, this young little goblin could, could do that and kind of just tries to channel that. Not only tries to channel it, but you guys see Maury scoot <laughs> down into that exact form and compress into this <laughs> goblin shape. And, you know, normally... When Maury gives the impression of of form, like I think in your natural state, Maury, it is it is more ooze like. Mm -hmm. You know, you can definitely impersonate somebody through the hat of disguise. Um, but when these fable abilities come out, you seem to almost take on a denser form and and condense down and look um, like a translucent version, almost like a hologram or jello mold of that that person that's impressing upon you. And as you're crawling across, you remember in that moment of that time when you won gold at the Ducky Olympics <gasps> and you are there in that moment tra traversing across the balance beam. And it's not that you're just remembering that person. You become that person for a moment. That, and it, this is weird for you. This is the first time that has ever gone that deep, but it fades away as an echo as you step off onto the other platform. Arms raised triumphantly as you stick the dismount. I'd like to do uh, a little in the in the middle of of the second half of the of the bridge, uh, a, like a little dance. <laughs> kind of when sometimes like balance beam, there's like a part of the performance bit where it's staying in one spot and just going nowhere, and then does a nice flip <laughs> into a good hands up. <sighs> Roll for performance. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. Do it. Do it. Roll for performance. Yeah. Let's try these digital dice. <laughs> throwing away. Oh, uh, 17 8 on the die but 17 solid performance <laughs> from out of nowhere this imp comes flying up with flowers in their hand and they hand them to you 
the end of it and then fly off. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Who's going next? Todd. I'm next. <laughs> nope. Shut up, Todd. Fuck off. Hey, uh, hey, 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 Maury, Maury. Can I tie a rope around Elders? Al- waste at least what would you like to do walk me through it Maury huh Maury take my spot please I need a I need a second haste wore off <laughs> Maury, Maury's still kind of just like to an invisible audience like turning and, and raising their arms Maury's not home right now Faye you can maybe ask Baba for some help <laughs> I don't love the idea of you getting off the 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 end there, Todd, because then it would turn into a DC fifteen for both of us. No, I, I just said tie the rope around your waist and tie it around my waist. How long is this rope? I don't know if I got one hundred twenty foot of rope. You don't. I don't think we have one hundred twenty feet of rope. You do not. And that's adding a element of a wiggly rope across. <laughs> but no, yeah, I don't love that. Listen, just in case I fall, I need some backup protection. <laughs> it's it's okay. Turner has already jinxed me that I'm going to miss this. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yep. Nope, nope. Jinx me. The fix is in. Prove me wrong. Show me the money. All right, it's a 20. Oh, there you go. I'm good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Dirty 20 or now? <laughs> it's, a, it's a dirty 20. All right, dirty 20. Eldrin. I, de- I despite dirty 20. <laughs> despite. Give me a 20 move across. Eldrin is just, just dancing across the whole way. <laughs> <laughs> just pretending like it, it doesn't even phase him to be walking across all this all bridge with all this high up. Eldrin in 80s fashion foot is right across that fucking thing. Swayze mullet in the wind. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Fighting in the air and just, just doing all sorts of dances. Hair fluttering majestically. Yep. Kevin Bacon. Oh, no, wait, that's Kevin Bacon. Eldrin Dirty Dances. That's the Swayze mullet, you guys. There you go. All right. So, Todd? Oh, no. Todd. Uh, acrobatics. Let's just roll it. Before, is there anything that you're doing? Let's go. Nope, nope. Too late. What? Before what? He already rolled it. Oh, that wasn't a good roll. I know it wasn't a good roll. You got Bardic. Oh, but you have Bardic. Why did you do it? You got Bardic. You have Bardic inspiration. Well, hold on. Wait for it. What What did you get? I rolled a five. Which turns up to it. Which became a 10. <laughs> I'm a 10. All right. So you need a 15 and you got what size is the Bardic inspiration? Uh, it's a D8. D8. Is there anything anybody else can do to help Todd before he makes this, this roll? Uh, I have nothing. <laughs> of course. I can shoot Todd. Maury goes, oh, oh, double D. The greatest in the universe. You got this. Oh, I don't know if I got this. <laughs> but I got this. So first I use the Bardic, right? Mm-hmm. Seven. That's all I need. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Jesus. Y'all tried to kill me. Y'all tried to kill Todd. <laughs> I, I told you, let me go. I knew it wasn't going to go well. You guys tried to kill me. Inspired by Maury's support, Todd is able to uh, is able to make his way across. Stress. Who has the built-in D4 dex bonus? Oh, shit. Me. Uh, that is Maury. So just a reminder, some of you have built-in stat-based inspirations that are unlimited inspirations tied to certain stats. Damn it. Baba has strength, and Maury has dexterity, Fate has intelligence. Shit. Todd weirdly has charisma. Eldrin has wisdom. I could have one sorcery point. <laughs> remember what remember when I said it was five challenges? I lied. It's hell. Hell full of liars. Five challenges would take forever. There's gonna be one last one. <laughs> I'm worrying. I no sorcery points. But to make it fun, somebody give me a D12 roll. Mm. 
I got it. I rolled it. I rolled it too fast. I rolled it fast. No, it's no. It's his. It's his arc. He rolls. Okay, sorry. That's a five. Five is the cargo net. Uh, there are two really easy ones in here: cargo net and zipline. Where twelve would have been the best because the zipline would have just been like, and y'all zipline down. Challenge over. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love a zipline. Woo! The uh, the platform you're in, the ropes then now shoot down to the ground at an angle. But then they knit together, growing together and lashing together to form what looks like a cargo net stretching downwards towards the ground. Then we have to climb back down, looks like. Mm-hmm. It's at, we'll say, a 60 degree angle from this platform now down to the ground. I assume the I, I assume the holes are wide enough to fall through. He almost did. Um, yeah, it's, it's about, what are you going to say, four and a half foot square? Between each netting hole, so yes, you could fall through, but it's not like you're there, like you're going to have to stretch to reach each one, right? Like it's big enough to slip through and fall through, but not so big enough that you have to kind of jump from cord to cord. So a cargo net with like four made of four foot squares of of rope. Should we just hold hands and jump and slide down like at a carnival? Uh, no, no, I think that's going to work. No, this, this is not a good idea. They were just going to get twisted up. I'm going to turn my camera off for the next portion of this. <laughs> <laughs> my my armor does not slide very well. Nah, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know about this one. Uh, um, it, it seems like we might be able to just climb down. Any any volunteers for going first? I was just going to just climb down, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's never that just straightforward. I will tell you, you guys have passed the strength check portion of it. You've passed the acrobatics check portion of it. Performance. We have to do this with flair. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stick the landing. <laughs> is that what this is all about? Charisma? Deception? Slide of hand? Is there any is there any part of the, the netting that looks a little shitty? Perception check, Aldrin. I'd also like to touch it and see if it's made of snakes. Insight check. <laughs> I have to make this at disadvantage, right? Yeah, disadvantage because, yeah, you've got your, your dust grit in your eyes. Well, that's a nine, so that's not going to work. Unless you have some way to give yourself advantage on perception checks and balance that out. That sucks. That's a nine. No. I have a disadvantage on my insight. <laughs> oh, fuck. That worked out perfectly. So, no, Elder looks great. Cool. Maury, what did you get on your insight check? Um, I got a 10 to, to see if it's made out of snakes. <laughs> it might be. You're not 100% sure. I mean, you've seen some pretty ropey looking snakes. Okay, guys. Eldrin's got to take charge. He's the animal guy. Anthony said it right. Anthony said it best. This is Jazz's arc. <laughs> Jazz, you're first. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> how far is it? How far is it look going down? Yeah, how, how far is it down? It looks like it would take you one turn's worth of movement, whoever you are, to go through. <laughs> <laughs> one roll's worth of movement, one unit of challenge <laughs> to go from the top to the bottom. <laughs> one unit of challenge. All right, Fate still has a bardic. They're very sheepishly, like I'm sitting down and I'm like scooting <laughs> off real slow and like edge foot off. Somebody hold my hand, please. Hold. You can do it. Hold my <laughs> Uh, what am I rolling? <laughs> Roll a D2. Uh, what? Uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. I don't know. <laughs> Roll a D2. No. That's a 50-50. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't I don't wanna. <laughs> Slash roll D2. What'd you get? I got a one. Fate, you're climbing down. And there is a lot of trepidation as you start off, but you start to get a little bit more confident as you get down. And right about as you get to halfway, you hear a noise that sounds like something zipping through the air, screaming with hellfire speed as a bright 
red <gasps> flaming dodgeball comes streaking out of the darkness at you. Oh. <laughs> what is your armor class, Fate? <sighs> 18. 18. 18? Yeah. That's bullshit. <laughs> I got 16. I'm still rocking a 16 over here. It gets a 12. Oh. <gasps> so it zips past you and Fate makes his way to the bottom. Ooh. Ooh. Who's next? Ooh. I'm next. I'm next. <laughs> okay. Todd, you start to climb out? Yes? Yes. Am I rolling another D2? Oh. No, no, no. Roll a D4 for me. Oh. A D4? Oh, wait. Roll a D4 for me. How many balls are getting thrown at me now? <laughs> well, we're about to find out. Roll a D4 for me. Roll. Oh, my God. D4. Wait, well, I didn't roll that. Who rolled that? Jazz rolled that. I'm going next. Doesn't count. Harlan, roll a D4. What? I was like, what is D4? I was like, I didn't Oh, hold on. He's got to roll his own. Okay. Okay. My fault. Uh, Harlan, roll a D4. You'd like that to be it, but Harlan, roll a D4. Two. Two. Todd, what's your armor class? <laughs> 16. <sighs> Ball comes zipping out, and you guys just hear a patong as a dirty 20 hits Todd <laughs> with this flaming dodgeball. Can I evade? Mm. Can I evade it? Ooh, uh, evade is half damage? No, that would just be a deck save. Uncanny dodge would be half. You could use uncanny dodge to reduce the damage by half, but you, it's going to require an acrobatics check. An acrobatics check? Yeah, you're on a fucking net rope. You want to uncannily fucking dodge out of a goddamn dodgeball, <laughs> it's going to require some acrobatic maneuvering. Otherwise, I'd hit you in the nuts. You dodge a ball. Shit. All right. All right. There we go. 15. Just. <laughs> I figured it was a 15. <laughs> Barely enough for you to fucking loop your arms around and you see Todd do a little cat cow fucking movement. You still get hit, but this will reduce the damage by half. Eight points of stinging damage reduced to four. And then another four points of fire damage reduced to two. Yeah, so, so 10 points of total damage to Todd. Then the second ball comes screaming out of the darkness. <laughs> and at 20. Oh, God, oh, Are you serious? So, oh, no. Todd arcs his back up, manages to deflect the front, looks a little cocky, looks to his right, and straight smack in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> Gets beamed by a flaming dodgeball. Are you serious? A net 20? <laughs> so you will take 12 points more damage to the face, not halved, and then just three points of fire damage. So that is 15. You said 12 and then three. Did you just roll 666? I did. Welcome to hell, everybody. <laughs> 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 Welcome to hell. Wow. So Todd takes uh, 24 points of damage total and then are able to clamber your way down. 24, just like, well, that was all of them, right? The 12 and the 12. That's dodgeball damage. Yep. If if uh, if we have two people climbing at the same time, <laughs> do we share the number of balls? It's only one way to find out, Eldrin. You don't, you don't really want seven balls being thrown at you. I really don't. I don't want seven balls being thrown at me. <laughs> Eldrin. We're so delicate in our beautiful model-like features. I, I know. <laughs> oh. Let's go together. Okay, let's go. You know what? Maury casts mirror image and has three duplicates. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> let's make this extra confusing. <laughs> one of you roll a d6. Oh, just <laughs> Oh, I don't know who should do it. Maury's been rolling really low. I've been rolling like ass. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Come on, six. <laughs> Why is it doing it? Is it three? Three. All right. So you two roll. Give me dexterity checks because whoever goes the lower on the dexterity check is going to get two balls at him. And the other one's going to get one. That's not great. 
That's a 16. No, she's got that plus four to dexterity. Just reminding you. I'm going to not. Oh, <laughs> well, that's a 23. <laughs> <laughs> 23. All right. So, Aldrin, you got two coming at you. Maury, you just got one. Uh, we'll do Maury first. Ah, shit. 16. What's your AC? Um, yeah, it pops one of your mirror images, right? Because you're at 14. I have to roll a, a d20 to determine whether it t- gets me or. Yeah, like roll, roll the d20. Oh, oh my God. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, not one. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like that's you. I was going to say, it's almost impossible for this first one not to get you. Uh, not one. Oof, it sure does. <laughs> it sure dang does. <laughs> the move here was that everyone go at once, goddammit. <laughs> Boof. Oh, goddamn. Uh, so 14 points of dodgeball damage as this dodgeball <sighs> manages to thread through <sighs> the <laughs> multiple mores and blast through her. Just literally blast through Mori. Takes a little bit of goo with her <sighs> uh, and with a little sizzle. <sighs> And then Eldrin 2 coming at you. These are plus 6 to hit. So a 12 and a 9. Neither of those hit. Neither of those hit. Plus 6? Yeah. And I got a net 20 and a... Yeah, you got a 6 and a 3. I know. I, I, I can count. Yeah. I'm just... This is ridiculous. Yeah. Well... Maybe you shouldn't have just ran out there, asshole. Uh, just saying. He had a plus 2. Baba stands alone at the top of the tower. <laughs> which is a plus 8. <laughs> which is a... It, uh, Matt says... He's got 20 armor class. I mean, it's... He does. Hey. I feel good about this. Baba's gonna wait. catch the ball and throw it back. Wait, wait, wait. Yes, exactly. Wait. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Think about this, Harlan. If Todd hadn't made fate go first, he probably would have only had one or two thrown at him to begin with. <laughs> Before Baba goes, after seeing this, <laughs> he is going to do some hand signs around his chest, and the emblem on his chest is going to come out in kind of a spiritual fashion and cast Shield of Faith to up my AC to 22. Cool, cool, cool. Get the bleep. Hey, guys, he's waving at us. Get the bleep out of here. And I'm looking up like, oh, you serious? <laughs> <laughs> you Give me the D8 roll. All right. I hope you get all eight. I bet he gets one. I bet he gets one <laughs> One thrown at him. Ah. It's not a one. Oh, it's not a one. So, so five. So Baba starts to climb down slowly and heavily in his armor, glowing with the, the radiance of the ancestors around him uh, with an AC of 22. But not worried about anything hitting him. An 18, a 10, a 23, Ooh. a 10, and a 22. So he gets dinged twice. For 17 points of damage plus another six or 23 points of damage, dodgeball damage as you climb down, uh, getting pelted and pinged and you reach the floor. Can I throw out a healing spirit to heal the guys who got hurt there? Just please. Absolutely not. I'm welcome to help. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Can I take a nap? There'll be an opportunity for short rests in the elevator but not on the gym floor. I tried. That's what you pass out at. It was just apathy. <laughs> uh, y- y'all are able to make it down. There's a long whistle. Balls above. Huh? Ball. Two L's, not two A's. Balls above. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get it now. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Balls above. It's going to be like this <laughs> all the fucking way down. <laughs> Reappears in this demonic slug wearing a coach's gym shorts. Figure that out. It's happening. Tight white shirt. Whistle around its neck. Uh, it's picked up a ball cap somewhere. Blows his whistle. He goes, all right, good job. That was some excellent hustle out there, folks, and some great teamwork. Who is, uh, who's getting the coin for a passage for this level? Oh, to put it in their badge. Uh, I, I, I'll take it. Yep. Yeah, fate, you survived ropes. Uh, Fate, fate reaches out. Yeah, yeah. Feeling like a brave boy right now. So he hands you this coin and it shimmers, Fate, as you take it. And it on one side of it, 
It is the symbol of Balzabub, which is a flaming dodgeball. And on the other side of it, it shapes into the image of a sphinx. Mm. And you, you okay. slot that in the back of your placard, sphinx facing outward. There is a glow and you hear it clink, 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 and elevator doors slide open in the space in front of you. And you are able to descend to the next level. And take a little nappy. You guys are now in the elevator. You're going down. Now would be your opportunity to take a short rest because these elevator times are exactly as elastic as ne- narratively necessary. They're Mass Effect elevators, so you're saying? They're-, they're Mass Effect elevators, exactly. Got it. Good reference. Eldrick. Well, uh, congratulations all. We uh, we made it. Um, you know, uh, lots of lots of good effort out there. Lots of good teamwork. And um, You did it, buddy. You did it. You, you made it past a rope challenge and didn't. Didn't fuck it up. Immediately just crumples over to his knees. Oh my god, I'm so scared. <laughs> Give me a wisdom saving throw. No, no, no. I'm, I'm good now. I was just relieved and letting go of the... <laughs> no, no. Alright. That was you having a moment. Uh, you know the rules, Fate. Alright. All right. Uh, it's a 16. 16. That was exactly the DC. Next time... <laughs> It's a 19. <laughs> so, 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 you know, you're up to a 19. Oh, no. Because it, it gets, uh, it ascends. Harder and harder to hold him back, yeah. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah. Chance was ready to come. He's like, I'm tired of this full one, and, uh, and was ready to come out. Um, you do know Chance takes on a little bit more of a hostile note since you've entered the shuttle realm. It's mm. definitely a different vibe than you felt previously. The other thing that, that is evident in the elevator is Todd, you feel, uh, like, at first you think it's just the elevator is kind of shaking and rumbling. You know, it's a elevator <laughs> as you go downward. But then you notice nobody else is kind of feeling that jostling and you're realizing it's your horns. There is some kind of rhythm that is pulsing through and vibrating into and your that ability that you have now from the pentahedron ability to use your horns as a dousing rod to to locate something seems to almost be activating it by itself. It's not directing you towards anything yet other than straight down, but you start to feel Almost the pull, like a tidal pull towards something. The elevator reaches the bottom, door slides open, you step out into that dark space, and it is immediately a different vibe. There's Again, there's the first thing you you experience is, is a noise, and it's um, it sounds like different types of party music shifting through, and as you're walking... Because the overall feel of the the macro dimension of the space, remember when you went into the library space itself, there was that almost at first seemed like a bottomless pit and a topless tower of massive bookshelves leading up and leading down. At first, it feels like you're back in the normal library, weaving through the normal stacks. But then you start to notice that there are all these people milling around, drinks in hand. It almost looks like you've walked into an extremely casual, then you're around another corner and it is an extremely energetic cocktail party. And it goes from cocktail party to kegger to something a little bit more subtle and quiet. But then you realize it's not just people, it's all tieflings. Oh, And it's all incredibly hot tieflings, (laughs) male and female variety, pick your poison, big, tall, uh, short, thick, wide, narrow, skinny, voluptuous, whatever your particular taste is, there is a tiefling that seems to be trying to catch your eye as you wander through this level. And the second level of college hell is unbridled horniness. A androgynous, inexplicably hot. Uh, at first, you guys get a little bit of a flash of Orangine vibe as this incredibly well-groomed, dark-haired, like if, if you had a really pale tiefling without the horns, but they, they have the fiendish features, the very sharp ears, sharp eyebrows, 
uh, slightly spiked teeth, kind of angular nose, uh, they just have a demonic vibe to them, are, are wearing a extremely pitched, like coal black suit, freezing white shirt with a very thin, narrow, gross point blank tie, hair slicked back, eyes that are the deep yawning pits of darkness itself. If Tilda Swinton were a demonic being, yeah, th that's the one hundred percent the vibe that you're you're getting. Okay, that's not where my brain was going. I was thinking Tiefling Prince. Ah, oh yeah, that would also work. Yeah, that would also work. Hell yeah, <laughs> it's your hell fate. So Tiefling Prince, uh, without the horn, <laughs> uh, walks up to you and goes. I am Lasciviatistus. Welcome to the domain of the horny. And as they gesture towards the tieflings, maybe that's what they're talking about, or maybe that's what they're talking about. <laughs> All you have to do is um, catch someone's interest and the coin will be yours. And with that, they disappear in a puff of incredibly enticing smelling smoke. As we were getting off of the elevator, Mori is at the end of, of their scat. Ba -ba -ba, da -da -da. And everybody uh, in the elevator gets uh, extra five points of healing from that short rest. <laughs> with my scat of rest. Well, scat of rest is not the one that I would probably go with. <laughs> so this conversation was happening. They weren't talking to anybody but you, Fate. And now your fate has that weird moment where he feels so many eyes swiveling to look at him for a moment. So if fate were to try and catch the eye of his ideal tiefling to flirt with, what would fate's approach be? <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Um, I want to do this level now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's what you're supposed to do. Oh, just wait a minute. It's going to be so good. <laughs> <laughs> I have no clue. Um, start a fire. What? Huh? No, what is the what what is Fate's ideal hot tiefling look like? Was that your opening? Oh, what is Fate's yeah. ideal hot tiefling? Okay, you said what was my strategy? <laughs> yeah, this is no, 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 no. You, you said what would I do to catch their attention? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fate immediately sets a fire. Whoa. No, no, no. Who are you picking to approach? Mm, okay. Um, mm, middle short, like a five, four, five, five <laughs> thick tiefling, right? Mm -hmm. Not, not, not actually short, but just almost short, mm -hmm. thick, thick tiefling. Yeah. Um, that's what we're going for there. Um, is he more of a Velma or more of a Daphne guy? Is he going for bookish, brainy, sporty, spicy? What's, um, um, definitely more of a Velma. Okay. Yeah. Fate's a, fate's a Velma guy. Anything else that would, would stand out for, uh, fate's ideal mate? Looking for for the other wallflower in the room? Because like there's always not, not not so much a wallflower, but like there's some person that's above the party vibe. Mm -hmm. They like, just they're, they're there for the vibes, but not there for the chaos of the party. Sure. That that person. You glance about and they're kind of shadowed in a back corner. There's a lot of shadows in, in this particular realm, some of which are undulating uncomfortably. You finally catch somebody just as she looks up from what appears to be a thick book of spells. And she at first catches her eyes glancing at you over the bridge of her glasses, which she then pushes up with a single finger as she arches an eyebrow. And you begin to feel yourself drawn in, Fate. And the rest of you feel kind of pulled along in tow. It's like, uh, it's a little bit confusing as Fate is drawn forward like a cartoon character uh, <laughs> who hasn't eaten for days. Like the soup smell cooks and hooks him under the nose and starts dragging him along. And then the rest of you are being pulled magically behind. And as you do, the world seems to shift around you. 
and you are transported what from what appears to be this hellscape to a a a, a completely different mystical campus outside during the day. This initiates the dating challenge that Fade is in, which we will be using the I Love You Colonel Sanders dating sim to navigate through. Oh no. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> The lust <laughs> level of hell, Ugh. which is a free dating sim provided by KFC in which a player romances and wins the heart of Colonel Sanders, <laughs> of their true love, Colonel Sanders. Fate, you will be playing the applicant. The rest of you will be reading the prompts for the other members of this game. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, uh, which, according to Time to Beat, takes about an hour to move through. And then depending upon how well fate seduces Colonel Sanders, that will determine your success and the lust level of health. Why is Colonel Sanders so horny? Why? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I warned you shit was going to get weird. Here it is. So, oh, God. <laughs> so we will be using a dating sim, very specifically the I Love You Colonel Sanders free KFC dating sim to negotiate this next challenge. Um. And while fate can ponder that weird boner that he doesn't even and get to roll to resist. Finger licking good. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, <laughs> oh Christ. Uh, uh. <laughs> That's where we'll end this episode. Th- thanks, I hate it. <laughs>